<sighs> Hello, friends. It's that time of the year again where it's football season. Who doesn't love football season? I didn't. I never played football. I got hurt a lot not playing football. I couldn't imagine how hurt I'd get playing football. But I love the idea of football. And this is football is a very unique sport in terms of how it exists as a sport. It's, there's like 17 games now professionally. I don't know how many college seasons. 14? Because you got playoffs and you got certain teams of conferences, championships, whatever. There's like a limited number of games. So every game is way more important. Let's just say there's 15 games. Every game is of what, if, assuming they're all equal, which they're not, because some games are more guaranteed to win than others. Um, there's basically, let's just assume they're all equal for math. I'm not sure why I'm playing the overly complicated math game. Each game is worth like 1 15th in value. And it's this beautiful kind of gambler's existence because after week one, assuming everyone plays uh, a Division One team, which isn't always the case, but just say it does, half the teams have a win and half the teams have a loss. So going into the week two, theoretically, half the teams still have a chance to go perfect. Um, even having one loss, you can still make the playoffs now. And so it has this beautiful fool's gold kind of uh, feeling to it. And it makes people very engaged to the sport itself, much more so than basketball, much more so than baseball. With basketball, it's 81 games. Baseball is like 400,000 games. So the game itself doesn't mean as much. But football is beautiful. It has some sort of gravity towards every single game. And I think we can use football as an example as to how social media, our culture works now, because it's football's always been able to do this, but nowadays with social media, it's even got a little crazier, is that because every game is so important, there's only so many number of games, the natural investment of a fan is higher. And the natural investment of a fan is higher also because there's potential to do well. But if you have like... Let's say of all the fans, 60% of them are really big diehard fans. So win or lose, they're going to watch the games. Of the other 40%, you might have 20% that are fair weather fans. Like, oh, they win some games, I'll tune in. And the other remaining 20% are just there for the excitement dragged in by the other, say, 80% fair weather fans and diehard fans. And what you realize is that it's the ecosystem of football which is so amazing. Because when you have something that is the center point, think of it like a solar system. You have the sun, which is football, and you have all these orbiting planets around football, all these storylines. A great example is Deion Sanders and uh, the Colorado football team winning and being TCU. And there's like a whole ecosystem or planet that is Deion Sanders and Colorado. And you have all these moons revolving around it. The haters, the bandwagon fans, the people who have opinions on how Deion recruited and flipped the program. <clears throat> and that's one like microsphere. That's one planet in its existence. 
And then over here, you might have like Iowa football and Brian Ferentz and whether or not he'll score 25 points a game. You have this kind of ecosystem and sphere, but it's all centered around football. And football is one of the only sports that does this to this level. Basketball, I'm a huge basketball fan. I'm a huge college basketball fan. It doesn't get like this until March Madness, the, you know, the end of the season tournament. And then you start to have this ecosystem around it. Nothing like football. And this is the same exact thing that happens in whether it's politics or news cycles and other events that football does naturally. There's a line I heard Charles Barkley say in the Bill Simmons podcast. If there's money to be made, or if there's money, I'm going to butcher the line because he has a really good line. It's basically said, I'm going to try my best. Here it goes. I think it's, if there's money involved, aha, if there's money involved, someone's going to try and find a way to make it or someone's going to try and find a way to take it. And I thought that was so interesting. Now, if there's attention involved, attention, people are going to find a way to make more of it or take the existing attention. So like if someone is paying attention to Colorado football, someone might try and take from it. That is, they're going to report on the existing event, that is the game they just played, their winnings, or they're going to try and make attention out of it. Something controversial, maybe an excessively positive or negative take. And they're going to try and feed into this ecosystem. They're putting energy into this ecosystem that is whatever the Colorado sphere of sports, and they're going to build into it. This is the same thing that someone like Jake Paul does in his fights and his promotions. This is very similar to what maybe like Liver King did when he had his big social media boom. What's interesting is that football lives separate of all these ecosystems. It is the, the catalyst. It is the sun. And whether or not the planet of Iowa football decides to have a very fruitful year or not will determine how many people visit that planet and sphere and residency and want to be involved with it. And then what's really important in that sphere are the people who can drive energy, who can make attention. Deion Sanders made attention to the Colorado football team. And I think schools are going to really take notice of this and teams will take notice of this because he put it all on the line. Win or lose, people are going to talk about him and they're going to talk about him every game. He won, which is very exciting for him and his team because now there's tons of momentum and now more people are going to tune in. We live in an era of social media and so there's incentive for me, the micro-influencer, to report on something like this, to talk about something like this. There's incentive for big stations to talk on it. Because traditionally, in like the traditional media sense, it's kind of a top-down approach. Like there'd be big event and then influencers would talk, you know, news outlets would talk about that event and then friends would talk about that event and you would talk about that event at work. And then the next day would come to be a big event and then there'd kind of this trickle-down of information. But that's not the case anymore. Because there's so much pull from these micro-influencers, this bubbling of attention, you can create momentum and energy and actually feed it back upward into the system. You can have Deion Sanders and his team draw lots of attention through his media uh, endeavors, and then he can use that to fuel players, and the players can generate more attention, and people are going to tune in to see his son play quarterback or uh, the hunter kid play every position known to man for 8,000 snaps. Um, 
and they're going to tune in and they're going to watch them play. But then the media up top is going to take notes of that and they have to report on those micro kind of discussions because they're starting to garner so much weight. And those small level influencers can all of a sudden carry lots of weight a la Pat McAfee, someone who did it so amazingly well, that they become part of the top. And it's so interesting to break down because football is one of the, it's like the sport that does it best, naturally. And it might be because you have these breaks between games one week and the next, and you have you know, six days, seven days for all these micro-influencers to build momentum into it. Basketball does it in a very different way. Basketball is more highlight-dominant, player-dominant, reaction-dominant. They really push trades and other aspects that keep people engaged much more so throughout the season. seems like baseball's kind of turned the page and do much better in that now. But football somehow has this beautiful, tasty recipe to do it. And I wonder if schools could take advantage of something like this for their student bodies and their student platforms that actually promote more things of this nature. What I mean by that, things, what is a thing? Like if I'm at a school, being a micro reporter, micro influencer, talking about these topics, um, and maybe having multitude of people talking about my topics, like I'm talking about the Colorado football team, talking about some of the players, some of the things I do, maybe the sports science, the nutrition, the media, the marketing, blah, the uniform, the design. And you kind of build this ecosystem off of one another. And naturally, you're going to have people who are not within that ecosystem of Colorado football come into it and notice they just like the design. So they're going to start watching this or whatever it might be. They like the food or the sports science, the training side. And now you start to become a very large planet with lots of mass and it has lots of gravitational pull. You're never going to be the sun, right? You're never going to be the main entity, but you can start to almost feed into that culture um, in a way that it starts to almost become one of those main entities. And maybe you can parlay it into other sports as well. I find the social sphere really changing and it's football is a beautiful example. It's just, it's so ripe uh, for that environment to grow. And I think other areas have it as well. I think we initially had a big boom in podcasting during the 2020, 2021 era. And that kind of fell off because I think people got back to their normal lives and, um, you know, you weren't stuck at home maybe having to listen to a podcast in a certain way or maybe it became so saturated. The uniqueness fell off, but when you're following these trends that are forever staples like football or your school or whatever it might be, you lend yourself to something that is evergreen that's always going to be present. And so uh, as the football season goes on, I'll probably talk about some of the stuff as well on here. I find it so interesting to observe just from a, a someone who enjoys the sport, enjoys the structure of the sport, never has played the sport, mind you, um, and someone who engages in social platforms myself. So uh, some things you can take away from that, I think, are pretty straightforward in terms of how you can leverage your content development. And maybe, you know, I should be a good example and try some of that myself. Who knows? Maybe I won't. Um, but something you can think about and think about how it affects and works into your world and your sphere. I'm a strength conditioning person. And so maybe like something like the squat or plyometrics or sprinting or training a certain way is always going to be present. Powerlifting, Olympic lifting. I don't care. Sprinting. These, these things exist. They're staples. They're pillars. And how you can build off of that um, could be an interesting way to leverage it. Maybe discussing the social media sphere of strength and conditioning because that's allowing 
you to orbit the plant, the ever generating sun of social content that already exists. You're not trying to be the sun. You're trying to be something that orbits around the sun. It's a planet with lots of gravity and mass, and maybe you can get some moons to revolve around you. You start to develop your own ecosystem, but only because it's fruitful from the, the energy of the sun itself and not actual sun, but the, the content that seems to be uh, ever, ever existent, the omnipresent content of whatever social uh, sphere endeavor you engage with. So like, like strength conditioning is like, ah, oh, what, what new, you know, things are on social media, fads, trends, classic, classics, right? Things that people really like, you know, group fitness, uh, squatting, deadlifting, these staples within the realm of fitness itself. Um, so figured I'd share that with you. I don't know. Maybe you guys like that. Maybe you don't. But as always, I hope you guys enjoy it. Appreciate you guys. Thanks and take care.